Welcome back to Retrain Your Brain, or if you're new here, hello and welcome. I am Rachel Town, and I am very excited about today's episode. We're going to be diving into a topic close to many mothers' hearts, practicing patience and understanding when raising our children. The beauty of the area of this focus is that it helps both us and our children become more well-rounded humans. We get to practice our patience and communication. Our kids will think we're weirdos at first, but they generally think we're weird anyway, so we may as well just fly our freak flags and show them how to navigate this area of life. Being patient, building positive relationships, and controlling emotions. Super strong traits to hold, for sure. I'll ask you to think of something pretty powerful before we dig in, and that's the love for your children. Your almost obsessive desire. More of a need to keep them safe, to protect them, to prevent people from ever hurting them, physically or emotionally. We want them to feel safe, loved, cherished, and needed. They're important. Now, parenting is tough. We have moments where we feel so exasperated that we do snap, and it's okay. The more we practice, the more patient and controlled we become. And when we do snap and lose it on our kids, it presents a wonderful lesson to demonstrate forgiveness and humility for our children. We give them time to cool off after the initial blow up and apologize, explain that we didn't mean to lose it, we didn't mean to hurt their feelings, we are working on becoming more patient, and we ask that they be patient with us as we grow. It's a wonderful lesson to be taught. So let's get started with discussing the importance of patience. Practicing patience can seriously alter our lives. Coming from someone who had zero patience and the idea of even having children was crazy to me, to where I am now with three children and teaching people strategies to use to build patience, awesome stuff, growth. Practicing patience and parenting is incredibly important for several reasons. Healthy, long-lasting relationships with our kids, effective discipline, it helps our children regulate their own emotions and handle conflicts easier, and it really sets them up for an easier go of it when it's their turn for adulthood. Challenges will be there, and if we can help them master navigation through those challenges at young life, imagine where they'll be as adults. So let's get into how it helps build positive and harmonious relationships with our kids. Firstly, Patience fosters a nurturing environment where we can establish strong, trusting relationships with our children. By remaining calm and composed, we can create a safe space for the open communication and emotional connection. When our children feel comfortable enough to come to us with minor things, knowing we won't lose our shit but we'll discuss and troubleshoot right alongside them, they're so much more likely to come to us with bigger events that inevitably come up during their youth. Drugs, sex, racism, bullies, judgment. We are their safe place. When we learn and practice, they know we are their safe place and will be less likely to avoid hard topics with us because they know we will be there to help guide them through. And of course, the area many parents feel like they just can't nail down, discipline. Patient parenting allows us to respond to challenging behaviors in a more constructive manner. Instead of reacting impulsively because they triggered us and we are hot, Patient parents can discipline with empathy and understanding, focusing on teaching and guiding our children rather than resorting to cruel punishment. I'll give some examples here shortly with both young children and preteens. 
depicting how taking a second and stopping yourself from that initial gah can be so beneficial in so many ways, really helping our kids be able to manage difficult situations as they come up. Parenting has changed. I had a lovely childhood, but I did not have a patient mother to teach and guide me to be able to manage stress as an adult. I am not upset by this at all. My mother didn't know better, and now as an adult, I am able to reflect on the areas of my childhood that I thought could be improved and take action to make sure my children don't feel that. Learning opportunities everywhere. I am so thankful to have discovered my very first positive parenting coach and instructor many years ago. Maverick was a baby. I'd rather not leave my children in a position of feeling completely lost, ever, when I can be one of the loudest and memorable impacts on that part of their lives now. Children often look to their parents as role models for managing emotions. What we are raised with, we have a natural tendency to believe is normal. So if we're able to demonstrate patience when facing frustration or stress, we can teach our children valuable skills for emotional regulation and resilience. As you're listening, I bet it may have crossed your mind that you wish you'd have more of this role modeling as a child. If not, I'm so very happy that your parents were well-practiced or made it their mission to help you deal with difficult emotions. That's awesome. You may notice through these episodes on my podcast that we're building on traits that are all very closely related to each other. It all comes down to mindset, always. And patience goes hand in hand with a positive outlook on life. A positive outlook when facing challenges. Just positivity. Patience allows us to approach conflicts and disagreements with a level head, fostering peaceful resolutions and mutual understanding. Getting an emotionally immature person, in this case, our children or child, to understand where we're coming from is very difficult. But communicating to them why it's important for you and being clear that you don't expect them to understand your feelings, but ask that they respect them is just another demonstration to guide them through their awesome potential in life. By modeling patience when it comes to conflict resolution, we teach our children valuable skills for resolving conflicts in their own lives. This doesn't have to be conflict directly with them, but conflicts in general. How would you like to see your children address challenges and conflicts? Would you want them to be so overwhelmed, angry, and seeing red that they can't navigate a challenge? So much so that they cannot bring their focus to a possible positive outcome? I bet not. So let's show them by practicing ourselves. Practicing patience helps nurture independence with our children. It encourages our children to explore and learn at their own pace, fostering independence and self-confidence. This is something I've had the opportunity to practice a lot through homeschooling my kids. I have three, all very talented in different areas of life and all seemingly deficient in areas. So when my seven-year-old struggled to read, when I had a three-year-old reading fluently, I had to take many steps back and remind myself that not one single journey is the same. There is no set timeline on when someone should hit milestones. But what I can focus on is celebrating all that she is great with and continuing to practice without pressure the areas in which she struggles. By allowing children the time and space to make mistakes and learn from them, we empower our children to become resilient and capable individuals. 
Overall, practicing patience when parenting lays the foundation for healthy relationships, effective communication, and positive emotional development in our kids, ultimately contributing to their overall well-being and success in life. Now let's get into some examples. Let's say we have a toddler throwing a fit in the grocery store because they want it. We know fit throwing is just unacceptable, but it's unavoidable. Telling that to a toddler, not acceptable? They could not give a single shit about what's expected, but what we can do is give them options, lay the ground rules, and distract them for a moment. After all, distraction from obsessive thoughts is the best way to put them to a halt. So how could we handle this fit? This fit about to push us over the edge because we were hopeful that this would be the day we could enjoy a wee trip to the grocery store with our child. First, get down to their level so we don't seem so big and looming. Crouch down, speak quietly. We're showing that altercations although they don't see it as such at this point in their life, but still, continuing to practice this type of strategy throughout the raising of our child, it'll all click for them one day. But anyway, altercations don't have to be loud and obnoxious. They can be simple and efficiently be handled by having clear communication. If we start modeling this at a young age, it just becomes normal for our kids. Okay, so we're at their level. It's time to explain this behavior is not acceptable. Throwing a fit is not okay and will not get them the results they desire. Offer up two options for them to choose from. They will feel less out of control and more in control if they get to choose what they get. Would you like to pick a fruit or a new cereal to try? You may have to ask them a few times and if they insist on still fitting last time, now we have three choices. Would you like to pick a fruit, pick a cereal, or go to the car with nothing. If you don't want to pick a fruit or a cereal, we're going to the car until you calm down and you'll not be able to pick anything this shopping trip. Be clear with them, be calm, be patient. Remind yourself that mothers all over the world have dealt with these same annoyances. Or should we look at them as growth opportunities to practice keeping our wits and being patient instead of losing our minds in front of the audience at the grocery store? (laughs) You are not alone. Nobody is here to judge you because your kid is making a ruckus. If they are judging you, shame on them. But it's not a reflection of you, your child, or your parenting. Now let's say we have an older child that's challenging us. Just because you haven't practiced patience in the past doesn't mean you can't change it up and still have an amazing impact on your older kids' lives. There's no better time to start than now. Imagine you're a parent to a preteen who's going through a phase of testing boundaries and asserting their independence. One evening, you've planned a family outing to a local amusement park. You have been so excited to spend quality time together. However, As you're about to leave, your preteen suddenly declares that they refuse to go, giving reasons like, I'm tired, I have to work out, I just don't want to go. In that moment, frustration and disappointment threaten to overwhelm us. We had been looking forward to this outing and now it feels like our plans are crumbling before our eyes. But instead of reacting impulsively or lashing out in anger, we take a deep breath and remind ourselves to practice patience. We can sit calmly with our preteen and ask them to explain why they don't wanna go. We listen attentively, acknowledging their feelings and validating their concerns. 
Through open and respectful communication, we discover that our preteen is feeling overwhelmed, maybe by schoolwork, social pressures, sports, and the thought of a crowded amusement park is just daunting for them. Or maybe they just naturally don't care for big crowds, and that's okay too. With empathy and understanding, we reassure our teens that it's okay to feel this way and that their well-being is our top priority. Together, we come up with an alternative plan that accommodates their needs and still allows for family time, something that's important to us. So despite the initial disappointment, we choose to respond with patience and compassion, recognizing that this phase of adolescence comes with its challenges. We were there once too. Empathy and understanding are crucial when talking to children for several reasons. One, it builds trust. When we demonstrate empathy and understanding, children feel heard and valued, which strengthens the bond of trust between us and our children. This trust forms the foundation for open communication and a supportive relationship. Two, validation of feelings. Children experience a wide range of emotions, and it's essential for us to acknowledge and validate these feelings. By showing empathy, we let our children know that it's okay to feel what they're feeling, fostering emotional intelligence and resilience, something that many adults are severely lacking. And we, we right now can help form the next generations into more well-rounded humans. It's pretty awesome, the power that we have, really. Number three, strengthens communication. Empathy and understanding create an environment where children feel comfortable expressing themselves openly. This encourages honest communication and allows us to better understand our kids' perspectives, thoughts, and concerns. And when we're better able to understand our children's perspectives, thoughts, and concerns, we're better able to be patient. It's like this ring that just continues to go around and everything is so related to each other. I love it. Number four, teaching empathy. Modeling empathy in a parent-child interaction teaches children the importance of considering others' feelings and perspectives. By experiencing empathy from parents, children learn how to empathize with others, which is a crucial skill for building positive relationships throughout life. And one thing I know, my personal feelings, I do not want my children to grow up and choose a shitty partner. Like, I would just be so upset. And so this part right here, modeling so important to me. It's just so important. Number five, problem solving and conflict resolution. When we approach conflicts or challenges with empathy and understanding, we can work together with our children to find solutions that satisfy everyone involved. This kind of collaborative problem solving approach fosters critical thinking skills and teaches children valuable conflict resolution strategies. Imagine where they can go in life when they can easily and effortlessly problem solve and find resolutions to conflicts in their lives. Amazing skill to have. So all of this being said, sounds great. Let's do it. I want to be patient. I'm going to nail this down. <laughs> but practicing patience in daily interactions with our children can be challenging. And there are some strategies that help us practice patience. The first strategy is pause and breathe. When feeling frustrated or overwhelmed, take a moment, pause, take a few deep breaths. This simple act can help calm our mind and create space to respond with patience 
rather than reacting impulsively. If we are somebody who kind of wears our emotions on our sleeve, our initial response can be rather aggressive. But if we make a conscious effort to pause, take a few cleansing breaths, and consciously practice a patient response, it changes everything. Number two, set realistic expectations. Recognize that children are still developing and learning, and they may not always meet expectations or behave perfectly. I mean, if you think so, you will be disappointed. (laughs) Children will never behave perfectly. Adjust your expectations to align with your child's developmental stage and abilities, which can help reduce frustration and disappointment. Expecting too much of your kids, I think, is a pretty common frustration source for a lot of parents. Number three, practice mindfulness. Stay present in the moment with your child and focus on the here and now rather than dwelling on past mistakes or worrying about the future. Mindfulness techniques such as mindful breathing or body scanning can help cultivate a sense of calm and patience. We will talk about mindful breathing and body scanning in upcoming episodes. Number four is empathize with your child. Try to see things from their perspective and understand the reasons behind their behavior. Recognize that children may act out due to unmet needs, emotions, developmental challenges. By empathizing with our children, we can respond with compassion and patience. Try very hard to remember when you were that age. What did you feel? What did you think? What did you believe to be true? Children have not developed yet. They have not. They have not got all the deep wrinkles in their brain, and they truly don't know. And so our job is to help them know, help them navigate all of these difficult situations they will inevitably come across. Use positive reinforcement. Acknowledge and praise your child's effort and positive behaviors. That's, that's all it is. Positive reinforcement can encourage desired behaviors and strengthen our bond with our children, making it easier to maintain patience during challenging moments. Number five, use positive reinforcement. Acknowledging and praising our child's efforts and positive behaviors is super impactful. Positive reinforcement can encourage desired behaviors and strengthen our bond with our kids, making it easier to maintain patience during challenging moments because we have this strong bond. And we also have to take care of ourselves. Prioritize self-care and make time for activities that recharge you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Take care of yourself. As we conclude today's episode, remember that practicing patience and understanding is a journey, not a destination. By embracing these qualities, we can create deeper connections with our kids and navigate the ups and downs of parenthood with grace and resilience. Everything we absorb has the ability to make a significant impact on our lives. You have the ability. Try to push the doubt away. There's no room for it in our lives. We'll be digging deeper into preventing doubt and fear from taking over our mind next week. Make sure you subscribe so you get notifications when the next episode is ready. We do upload on Wednesdays. I look forward to being able to spend another part of your day with you. Have the best of days. And if you're struggling, please do reach out. You can find me on Facebook and I'm always happy to chat. You can find the link to my profile in the description of this episode.